I want people to feel what I felt. Like, you know, if you dream something and if you really go after it, it will happen for you. But uh, most of the times, whenever I see a, a young person in India, the first question I ask to them is, what are your dreams? And what I normally get is a silence. You know, people don't have dreams. So I want people to, I want our youngsters to dream and dream big. Because one, they will inspire a lot of, like, you know, they will make an impact in others' life as well, in some or other way. And they will also feel so alive and they will be happy. Stick your neck out. The weekly podcast of the Giraffe Heroes Foundation. Welcome to the podcast to restore your faith in humanity. Dear listeners, are you looking to come out of your comfort zone? Are you ready to challenge your fears for an adventure? Then get ready for the great Indian treasure hunt. My name is Jean-Pierre Gerdurañona and today we are hunting a treasure in Kerala with my guest, Kantari participant, Abilash John. According to UN World Population Prospects 2019, India has the highest number of youth in the world. Yes, they are young, energetic and ready for life. But are they really? What do you think about that, Abhilash? And welcome to our podcast. Hey, uh, thank you so much, Champier, for uh, inviting me to this podcast. Oh, yes, <laughs> Indian, we, we have the most number of youngsters in the world. It's almost, uh, some statistics says, 236 million youngsters. So we have a lot of potential. We have a lot of energy. Uh, but where is this energy is the question, right? Uh, the youngsters in our country are not free. Uh, they are not even... They don't have an option to make choices for themselves. Uh, it's up to their parents uh, and the society who decide for themselves. And uh, this has caused uh, our youngsters to, like, you know, not to take risk in their life and just put themselves in their comfort zones. Uh, and we are losing a lot of potential because of that. So you are planning to change this narrative at Kosh, right? Exactly. Uh, so my uh, organization name is Koj. Uh, the word Koj in Hindi means to search. Uh, so what we want to create is uh, experiential learning journeys uh, for youth uh, so that they can learn, unlearn and relearn more about themselves and their interests. So that's we, uh, that is what we want to achieve through Coach. You, you told me it's like um, an eight-month program kind of and let's say I want to apply. What exactly is expecting me in this Eight month. Yeah, so we this program is open for uh, eighteen plus, uh, and the upper limit is we we haven't decided on upper limit yet, but still it's open. Uh, so anyone who wants a change in their life or like you know who is looking for an adventure uh, can always apply for this program. So the one thing that we are looking for this uh, for from the applicant is he or she is looking for a change he's he or she wants to do something different uh something unconventional like you know to think out of the box and what we provide is uh what we provide them is to take out uh through this journey is to take them out from their comfort zone to growth uh and i think all of us like you know we sometimes we just confine ourselves in this little comfort zone of ours where everything is safe and controlled mm -hmm. uh but to grow in our life we have to jump through different zones and the first zone which comes from the comfort zone is fear many times it's fear that restricts us like you know puts us in our little uh cozy place yeah. uh, but once you 
jump through that fear zone is when you comes the curiosity zone and in that zone you are always open to learn new things uh, and like you know apply it so next zone after curiosity is the learning where you learn like you know different like you know whatever that interests you and once you learn this new skills and solve the problems is when you start to grow in your life you set new goals uh, and like you know have a purpose in your life so this is uh, the philosophy that we follow at coach and this is what we take our participants through uh, and for applying for this program we want youngsters who are open to learning yeah but so let's say i'm a youngster uh, 18 plus and i'm curious i want to go out of my comfort zone and i see your homepage and i'm interested but i don't really know exactly um what is going to happen to me in the next eight months you know what um How do you plan to take me out of my comfort zone? That was my question. Okay, so the whole journey is divided into six different elements. Uh, like you know, we have decided in a way that we give them different experiences. So the first phase is uh, Sky, uh, where all the part the selected participants come together. It's a orientation kind of program, and here they set clear objectives uh, and goals that they want to achieve by the end of the program. uh and the next phase uh, is water where the whole journey begins and this is going to be a two month uh, phase where they will be volunteering with organizations that are working with environmental and wildlife protection okay yeah so the third phase uh, is fire uh, like you know where their action is converted uh, where their energy is converted into action and this is again a two month uh, phase uh, and in this phase they will work closely with organizations that are dealing with social issues and they will understand uh, more about what are the problems that are existing at the ground levels and during this phase they also like you know do action projects it could be like building a home for some homeless or building a, a library in a communities right yeah. and this journeys are happening across country like you know india is a very huge country with very diverse Uh, cultures and they are traveling from one place so if they are doing this uh, environmental thing in north they will be placed for social issue in south so they are also learning lot of culture right so the next phase is metal uh, where their personalities is being molded because it's been almost 4 months now and they have been through a rigorous process so uh, in this phase they just come back together and reflect on their journey what what are like you know what changes they have seen in themselves uh, and also share their experiences and also learn from each other's experiences so the next phase is earth uh, and in this phase they will be placed in corporations to learn more about professional skills and here they will be doing a one month internship uh, basically like you know with uh, corporates and other organizations and the last phase is air uh, where they feel the change right just like air we cannot see it but we can feel it uh, and in this phase uh, they come together and present their learnings and achievements to a jury uh, and then we will select one team who will be the winner of like you know based on their projects that they have done we will select one team and even all other teams uh, will receive a treasure fund or which they can use to set them free like you know whatever experiences they have learned of course they must have got some idea 
on which they would like to work on. So they can use that fund to start their own uh, initiatives or uh, like, you know, they can use it for themselves. So that's how we have designed the whole curriculum for this eight month program. Mm, that sounds great. But what is the relationship between these nature elements and, and, and the comfort zone you are getting out? Yeah. So this elements, the six elements are like, you know, are taken from the Indian and Chinese mythology. So according to that, everything in universe is consisting of this elements, the six elements. And when we place them, because before that they are in their little comfort zone where everything is good, but these organizations are located at different uh, parts of the country. Like, you know, it could be in a rural place where they have to adapt uh, to the, according to the situation. And it would be something very new to them. Right. So that is how which we take them out of their like, you know, little comfort zone and place them in different situations where they have to adapt, where they have to flex, we be flexible. Uh, and there would be like, you know, it, it, it would be an intense program as well. <laughs> uh, and at each phase, they're learning something new, uh, whether it could be what are the social issues, what are the current environmental issues, like, you know, learning professional skills, building something by their own. So there is a lot of learning happening as well. And all these things will create a curiosity in them to learn more and how they can apply it, like, you know, when they go back home, all their learnings. Sounds like a lot of, uh, a hell of logistic what you have to, I mean, oh, <laughs> it's like how, yeah. how are you planning to do all, all that? Yeah, so w one main thing uh, that we have decided, uh, like, we will not do anything for them, right? We will provide them a very... Uh, minimum fund on which they have to survive because we also want them to make ready to how they can survive on with little resources and these people are uh, and again I say we are just uh, getting 18 plus so they have to manage their own travel uh, everything has to be done by their own we will just give them directions because we want to make them ready for a life we don't want to because till now everything like you know especially in India the littlest thing is being taken care by parents, yeah. <laughs> right? So now we want them to do things like, you know, make arrangement, uh, arrangements for themselves, uh, book tickets for themselves. Uh, when they're volunteering uh, time at one phase, uh, one organization is over, like, you know, travel to. It's by it's most of the uh, logistic is done by them. Okay, I see, I see, I understand. So you're promising the participants a treasure hunt. Exactly. What exactly are you hunting? So we are hunting the treasures of India, like, you know, these youngsters are the treasures and they themselves are the treasures. So through this journey, they are kind of like, you know, searching themselves, like, you know, what are their interests or what are their passion? And by the end of the journey, they will find something like, you know, within themselves, which is a treasure for them and as well as for us as a nation, uh, because we never know from by the end of this journey where they will go, like, you know. The treasure hunt journey will be end, but their life journey will begin. So, and you think that eight months is, is sufficient for it? I think so, yes, because in eight months, they are passing through different, like, you know, it's not just one experience that they are getting. They are, it's a roller coaster of experiences. So, I think this will spark something in them. Uh, and yes, I have experienced this journey in my life. Uh, and that's how this whole idea has came into existence. So when I look back, uh, I was also like, you know, I was in my comfort zone, like, you know, a few years back. Uh, but then I 
it, it was not an easy decision for me to quit my job uh, and to follow my passion. But yeah, now I feel I have something like, you know, at least I have dreams. Uh, I feel so alive today. So it's it's just that experience that we want to give to our youngsters. Speaking of which, as a young adult uh, living in your comfort zone uh, at a corporate job was killing you, you said. And you told me in our previous talk that you were living like um, like this until you met Irfan, a street child who helped you challenge your fears and break free to explore your strengths and patience. Um, so who is this child and how did you met him? Tell me tell me a little bit about your story of change, please. Oh, wow. Yeah, I really like stories of change because it's always inspiring. Uh, so uh, my first, in, uh, like, you know, I was not an avid reader. Like, I, I see a lot of books in your background, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I have never read my book, a book in my life. Like, you know, my first book was uh, The Alchemist and the Yeah, and the character, and it was when I was 25, like, you know, imagine. <laughs> yeah, so that character has uh, inspired me a lot. And one day, uh, by chance, like, you know, I don't know where Irfan is right now, but by chance, I met this little boy on street. His name was Irfan. Uh, he was selling storybooks uh, on a very hot summer day in Ahmedabad, and the temperatures goes around like, uh, like you know, 44, 45 degrees Celsius, and He was walking barefoot and I was at that time working in a consulting firm. I was sitting in my AC room. So I just went out for a smoke and I see this boy. Like, I don't know. I was so frustrated. I I, 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 I thought I had a lot of stuff in my life. Like, you know, my life was complete, but still I was not happy. But when I saw this boy walking barefoot on a tarred road at 45 degrees Celsius, he had a greatest smile that I've ever seen. And I just reflected on myself, like, what is it that this guy has? And like, you know, I don't have. And I just started talking to him. And I felt that though he was a street boy, like, you know, in India, uh, there are a lot of street children. And Irfan was one of them. So I just uh, started speaking to him. Uh, and what I realized that he was more free uh, than I ever was. Uh, and that was that really hit me so hard. He was able to do what he really wanted to do in his life, like, you know, and that was what made him happy, I felt, I feel like, you know, and me, even after having a lot of stuff, even enjoying like, you know, good comforts in life, I was still, I thought like I'm missing something. So that was the day when I reflected on, like, you know, when I went back home after my working hours that day, I just reflected, what is it that I really want to do in my life and why I didn't do it? Uh, like, you know, all this time. And uh, I was kind of so much fascinated <laughs> by this uh, Santiago character and like, you know, the conversation that he has with his parents. So even uh, then I started to speak with my parents and like, you know, this is what I want to do. And to my surprise, even they were like, okay, go for it. But that's not a normal response that's for not, an Indian That's parent, not normal, you know? yeah. But the thing is, uh, what I later realized is more, most of the youngsters don't even have that courage to tell what they want to their parents. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, because it's like, you know, there is very little communication even happening between parents and like, you know, yeah. son. And yeah, yeah. So I, I felt since I had that courage, so like I could just come out of that circle. And later on is what I realized is like most of the youngsters don't even communicate. 
most of the youngsters don't even know what they want they are kind of just lost uh, because we don't have much opportunities uh, like you know le- learning opportunities like this even our education system if you take our education system it's it's very like you know it's outdated it's outdated it's really traditional yeah. <laughs> and it's like only focus yeah. on on producing yeah. I, i have the feeling exactly yeah. uh, it, it's just about like you know grades and certificates yeah. uh, there is very little emphasis on uh, experiential or creative learning it's just rote learning you uh, wrote something and write it in the exam and like you know that's how uh, the success <laughs> really is being sad. measured so yeah it's really sad uh, so yeah that that was the story of irfan like you know uh, i don't know where irfan is uh, now or i don't know if even if i will meet him again but yeah that interaction has really helped me yeah that sounds um, sounds incredible i mean wh- where does this passion to work with and for kids come from one thing is like as i said there is lot of potential in this youngsters which is not being tapped and there is like you know this whole ecosystem has created lot of fear among our youngsters that they they are not even ready to take risks in their life and do anything conventional unconventional they are just like you know running after government jobs like government job is a big thing in india like you know <laughs> if you have <laughs> if you have a government job that that means like you are successful your life is complete uh, even you won't believe like you know people who have completed uh, phd's they will just go for like you know uh, getting a government job or something like that but they are not really realizing the potential that they have and this is putting a uh, like you know like putting our country nation a little backwards yeah definitely because even after having such great potential we don't have like you know big uh, innovations coming out of india or we don't have many artists coming out of india but we do have a lot of employees like you know <laughs> <laughs> india india is the uh, like you know factory of the world but it's really interesting because i mean your country india is known for being one of the oldest civilizations in the world ancient india was considered as one of the epicenters of arts philosophy astronomy herbal medicine spiritual enlightenment i mean you have had great free thinkers and philosophers like i mean tagore for example uh, just to mention one of them what is the problem of india in this post colonial times like you know india was epicenter but now it's just we are still relying on those inventions uh, nothing has come out <laughs> post colonial one thing is like you know the education system uh, that has been followed like you know from last 60 to 70 years and i think that is just producing uh, like you know uh, i i remember this song from pink floyd just a brick in the wall yeah like you know <laughs> yeah so uh, so it's just like that like you know education system is one that has to be uh, blamed uh, and the next is this fear like you know this youngsters have to try something new and even our leaders and uh, like you know parents everyone is just telling uh, to study focus on study get a job uh, that's the ecosystem that's the culture it's been built around and that is what we want to break so i was also talking uh, to like you know sabrie uh, because even she was saying even in uh, germany uh, like you know after the world war 2 and 
this was the same uh, situation which was happening uh, parents were forcing their children to just engage in like you know studies and economical but then she said there was a students movement that happened in late 60s and 70s changed that a lot. has really yeah that has really changed a lot and then this youngsters have got the power to decide for themselves but here it's still like you know nothing is happening we are just okay let it happen L- let it go yeah so we just want to create that change like you know that uh, that change in the mindset of the youngsters that they are more than what they think uh, of themselves yeah so now you know i'm speaking i'm talking to you and i'm thinking on this song of queen <laughs> i want to get free <laughs> you know wanted to get free and and start chasing your dreams and even though um you are not addressing of course the same issues as that queen was addressing with this single there is a common ground here breaking free from an emotionally draining relationship was queen approach i dare to say um yours is another one so what do you want to break free of so break free of this uh, like you know barriers uh, that are restricting our youngsters to think out of the box like to choose for themselves like like you, know, you won't believe in india it's up to parents to decide who their children play with what they study yeah, who they who marry, they're marry <laughs> yeah like how many children they have like you know when to have a children so this youngsters don't have an opinion for themselves so that is what we want to like you know let them break free and choose for themselves at least they can yeah of course failure is a part of like you know This if you're trying something life. new you will fail of course yeah yeah we want our youngsters to fail because when they fail is when they learn something new yeah, yeah, right definitely and i just want them to have this freedom to fail because in india it's considered as a deadly sin like you know if you fail uh, you are not accepted so even uh, i had this per- like you know per- i had a personal story that i didn't complete my engineering uh, oh, in really? india yeah so oh. <laughs> every year this is a different episode right yeah. in india every year 2.9 million students enroll for engineering <laughs> <laughs> 2.9 million so this is the population of some of like you know countries uh, in some of the countries yeah, yeah i think like yeah. in havana exactly. we have like 2 million people something like that yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but and most of them are joining this not out of their passion it's just because of the force okay right mm-hmm. and and i was one of them uh and i was so frustrated i was bored i had no interest in engineering that i didn't even want to write exams or get a degree or anything but i was just for i was doing because doing it because like you know my parents forced me to do it and uh family were like okay go for engineering this is what everyone like you know my neighbor son yeah. is doing engineering <laughs> so you have to do what about doctors so, and musicians and and yeah and painters exactly so th- this is uh, the common scene right so we want to help them to break free from all of this and choose for themselves what they really want to do yeah that sounds like a good plan so let's talk a bit about this so called comfort zone since you are an expert in this topic you said yes in uh, you already said in the case of of india but i think there is a lot of people in the world who are in this comfort zone and don't get out of it why it is so important to get out of this of our comfort zone So many of the times people don't realize that they are in comfort zone. Like you know that is the main issue. They just feel okay this is it. Uh this is the best. But it is and people 
life is so easy there right you don't have to uh, answer anything uh, you know what you are going to do tomorrow what is going to happen tomorrow and people don't want to take any kind of stress no, no. so yeah so even for me i took like you know years to realize that i was in comfort zone because we don't realize until we have an incident like like you know have an incident where we realize that we are in comfort zone so uh that is the main reason right so why it is important because you will unlock your potential and that will never achieve because i believe we all possess an unlimited energy right unlimited energy to reach somewhere where we really want to do and we don't dream about it we don't even think about it so one thing lack of having clear dreams or like you know clear goal is what keeps us in our comfort zone but when you have a goal like you know a goal to change the world or an idea something like you know which you can which you really want to try it out is when you will really feel that you are in comfort zone unless and uh, unless and until netflix is there uh, spotify <laughs> is there <laughs> like you know you you will just uh, it will keep you and like you know what i feel is like there are a lot of things that keeps us glued there yeah, like you know yeah, yeah. there are a lot of systems in place that don't really want us to come out of that comfort zone that leads actually to my next question what do you need or better say um is there like a formula to get out of the comfort zone how can you successfully step outside your comfort zone and achieve greater success in your professional life so one thing is like you know at least you need to travel so for me what helped me is like traveling uh yeah yeah so when i resigned my job the first thing i did was like i volunteered for 3 month in a rural village of rajasthan and putting ourselves in not very in a situation that is very alien to us like you know is so my those 3 months has really helped me uh, because this village had no public transport there was nothing <laughs> like you know even you won't get a, a mobile internet uh, network there okay you were so really that off is, i was really off and that is when you realize how uh, like you know how privileged you are because otherwise in day to day life we do even though we have lot of privileges we never appreciate them Yeah, so exactly. when you travel to places uh, like you know where you have never been is when you start to appreciate things and is when you start to see things like you know what others are lacking and that will help you to like you know that will give you an inspiration to do something uh so yeah for that is what has helped me to come out of comfort zone and uh you need this inspiration because inspiration is really important to do something if you don't if you are not inspired uh it will not help you so everyone has uh, a different way to get inspired so for me it was traveling uh, for someone it could be i don't know reading or it it would be it it may vary but yeah but one thing is like put yourself out of your space and at least for some time yeah now the interesting thing there is like for example <clears throat> sorry um i think people sitting in the comfort zone are like also in denial you know it's like they don't see that they are sitting there um so how do you know when you should step outside your comfort zone or how do you recognize the right opportunity to do so what i feel is most of the times we know that we are in comfort zone like you know as i said uh, the next zone uh, just adjacent to comfort zone is fear zone 
right? And it's fears that keeps us stay there because what will happen tomorrow? Like, you know, this fear of uncertainty, uh, what will happen, like, you know, if I do this, what will they say? Most of the times we just shy away from chasing our dreams, just thinking what others might say, right? So uh, this is the fear, like, you know, which we all have. And it's a very human thing. Like, you know, we all have fears. So, and jumping that fear zone, it's not easy. Not at all. <laughs> yeah. Even if you realize that I am in comfort zone, like, you know, fear will keep you there. So you have to face uh, the fears and challenge them. Uh, is when you could really come out of this uh, comfort zone and like, you know, have this curiosity to learn and grow. Otherwise, if you don't face your fears, like, you know, I think you'll be, you'll just end up there. Uh, and that's a really sad part to be. That's really sad. So how do you, or what characterizes the comfort zone and how can I tell that I'm currently in it? Okay. So if you wake up in the morning and if you wish like, like, you know, this day didn't exist, then I think you're in comfort zone. So for me, when I was uh, working, like, you know, me and my colleagues were always waiting for the weekend to come. Okay, when the weekend will come, when the weekend will come. And when it's weekend, I wished that Monday didn't exist, right? So if you don't enjoy what you're doing, right, you know, I think that is one of the indicators that you should really, like, you know, tell yourself, okay, I'm in my comfort zone. But if you feel the time is less, like, you know, I need more time, that means no matter where you are, like, you know, you're at the right place. So for me, that was an indicator, right? Uh, I was not really enjoying what I was doing. So, but if you are, then you are at the right place. You don't have to, like, you know, you don't have to come okay. out of anywhere. So finally, how is possible to eventually bring this positive change to others? Okay, so one thing we uh, at Coach truly believe is like, you know, experiential learning. Uh, you can give lectures, you can talk about it, you can like, you know, share, read, you can do whatever. That is one part. But when you yourself experience it, like, you know, when you uh, yourself go through that process, is when you really start to see it, feel it, touch it, like, you know, all our senses, when all our senses uh, experience that feeling, is when the real change happens is what we believe. Uh, and that is what which we want to give. Like, you know, otherwise, uh, all all the, like, you know, we everything inspires us. Even like listening to a podcast can inspire you, right? But being in that place and doing that thing will inspire you into 10 times. Yeah, definitely. Right? Yeah, yeah. So that that is what we want to, uh, like, that is what we want to give uh, to our youngsters. And, I have seen this thing, like, you know, I myself am an example and even uh, the colleagues, like, you know, the people who were with me uh, on that volunteering journey, their lives have changed, like, you know, they have changed their life career. So I have seen this thing in front of my eyes and that is what we want to, like, you know, that is how we want to create a positive change. And do you think, like, um, do you think it's really likely other people will follow that example you are offering and get inspired, get motivated themselves to get engaged? Yeah, it's up to, like, you know, we just can create opportunities for them. But at the end of the day, it's individual uh, choices. But I feel once they have, once they go through something intense like this, like, you know, once they see uh, how how privileged they are or how much they have, uh, I think it will create a little spark 
like you know and slowly it will just it will turn into something really big something interesting i was i was thinking about um by by doing my research research for this talk is like there are there are a lot of people who get or not a lot of people but there are some people who get out of the comfort zone who make these experiences but they just keep it for themselves you on the other hand are trying to you want to to share this you know you want to 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 make it possible for other people why i want people to feel what i felt like you know i don't want to keep my that emotions in myself to be to be honest like i i really feel everything as a magic now like you know i believe i am someone who believes in magic and once you feel that like you really would like someone else also to feel the same how it feels to be in that phase right when things start happening for you right and it's it's a really beautiful phase and uh, that is one thing which i really want others to experience as well like you know if you dream something and if you really go after it it will happen for you but uh, most of the times whenever i see a, a young person in india the first question i ask to them is what are your dreams and what i normally get is a silence for next 2 minutes <laughs> being <laughs> yeah. an engineer so, yeah <laughs> so it's it's a it's a silence like you know people don't have dreams so i want people to i want our youngsters to dream and dream big because one they will inspire a lot of like you know they will make an impact in others life as well in some or other way and they will also feel so alive and they will be happy because if i am doing something that doesn't makes me happy creates a very uh, negative aura right so if i interact with anyone like you know there is no positivity but if i am happy i am spreading a lot of positivity yeah, yeah. Uh, around and the people and dolphins are like right? all over the place you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly so uh, one is that and next thing is like as i said our country right the potential that we have uh, is immense potential we have uh if you see like you know all the global tech companies ceos are like you know even last day the twitter <laughs> twitter twitter had an indian origin ceo but we don't have something like twitter in india like you know we don't have something like facebook in india or, or google in india we have potential but why we don't have is like they are not ready to take risk because if you look into like you know his like if you read the biographies of all this uh in founders they have gone through some like you know really hard time even uh microsoft yeah yeah uh, definitely like you know founder mm -hmm. yeah he dropped out of the engineering like you know am i uh, stanford and mit where he was like yeah he dropped out and like you know it's a just take a it's, risk it's taking yeah. risks right they they took risk but indians we don't take risk and so that we will we will we are a good workers we are good employees but like you know we don't find or create something yeah, I, i think taking risks and following your dreams it's scary you know yeah so i think there are there is a lot of a lot of fear outside uh, outside our comfort zone of course and you are scared about it so my next question is what are you scared of with your project with with coach uh with coach i'm just scared uh that uh I don't know I've never really thought about anything like you know what will because I have been all the time very positive about <laughs> it but yeah now you, you now you made me uh think about like you know what could uh, go wrong but yeah as I as you earlier mentioned there is a lot of logistics uh, happening 
like you know because they are constantly moving from one place to another uh and there there has to be a lot of coordination to be done whether it could be with the partnering organization uh and even with the participants as well right so one thing that worries me is of course about like you know the safety of this uh participants uh but we uh, we will make sure like you know all the partnering organizations are uh, trustworthy and we have a good relations with them and even like you know there are already a lot of organizations that are run by uh, kantari uh, alumni so we have already started talking to them and uh, they have they, they are also excited about it right yeah so that is one main uh, concern uh, about the whole program the logistics and stuff like that but i think that is under control and again this people are above 18 like you know uh, they are they are smart people and even our uh, application process will be we will select uh applic participants in a way what they can also offer right speaking of because which, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i actually wanted to ask you how is the selection process how is going to who is going to be the lucky one in getting the chance to hunt the treasure yeah so this is of course a learning journey but we also want uh, because since they are traveling in groups like they are traveling in teams uh we want to select applicants that has something to offer as well because when they travel in group they learn from each other a lot of things so this is one of the main uh, criteria like you know what they can offer uh, as well and how much they are open to learning that is the that comes on the top if you are not open to learning uh, then it will be really hard so initially we will have a written application and based on that we will have a one to one interaction uh, in person interaction to know them a better and then we will be putting out the lucky uh, participants who can uh, be the part of the great indian treasure but how do you measure that i mean how do you measure uh, how open one can be that's of course a uh, selection is always like you know you never know <laughs> you, it's up to how they answer it right uh, so you may also make mistake at times yeah. uh, <laughs> and later you dis oh god no uh, but yeah as i said uh, we will have in our uh, selection like you know a panel uh, we have someone who has worked with youngsters for a very long time uh, and like you know with many youngsters and have been part of such programs so some people have this intuition right when they look at okay this is the guy uh, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah we will try to make it as uh, like you know clear and very honest because even it's an investment for them like you know they are investing 8 months of their time and if they if they are not if they don't want to learn anything it's just a waste of 8 months for them as well and for us as well so being very open and honest about uh, their learnings uh, what they want to take away is something which we will really focus on uh, during the selection criteria because if their uh, like you know take aways doesn't match with our what we want to offer then there is uh, no uh, point of like you know uh, putting them on the journey beyond seeing more cities beyond um watching or beyond getting out of my comfort zone is there something else you're looking for these youngsters like one thing is like you know we want them to be the risk takers going ahead at least like you know chasing their big dreams but 
there is also an aspect there is an immediate output uh, which uh, we will be achieving by the end of this treasure hunt uh, is like they would have collectively uh, planted and uh, cultivated uh, 10 acres of land they would have collectively cleaned uh, 10000 square meter of water bodies right and they would have uh, done eight action projects in different parts of the country and collectively they have achieved 5000 hours of volunteering so this is the immediate output that we are like you know uh, the impact which is very tangible impact uh, which we will be having by the end of the treasure hunt so that is one major big a uh, part of the whole program apart from like you know uh, their personal growth or uh, their personal journeys because they are working with this organizations right so when uh, when are you going to start with coach like really start with it? yeah so really uh, the current action plan is we are going to get registered in the month of january uh, and we are currently we have already started uh, looking for the partnering organizations Uh, since we have a good list from kantari so uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm already uh, on it and uh, even like you know there are some organizations which i have worked with uh, previously uh, i have also reached out to them and they are so happy about this uh, project that some of them have also agreed they would be happy to host uh, volunteers at their ah, spaces yeah awesome yeah so uh, realistically by the first uh, first week of april is when we we are expecting to uh, start the great indian treasure hunt well it's amazing it's a really nice project and i just have one last question how do we allow ourselves to dream and break out of traditions yeah oh that's uh, that's that's really a a question to think right it's it's not an easy what i would say it's not easy you would have to uh, challenge uh, the status quo uh, like you know you would have to make uh, hard conversations uh, with people Uh, you would have to make someone sad also <laughs> uh, because uh, like you know sometimes what happens lot of people have expectations on us right and this burden of expectations sometimes just cover us from seeing ourselves or like you know looking into what uh, we want so and in some sometimes it's not even good because everyone is living their own life right everyone is having uh, their own uh dreams and aspirations so in india mostly what happens uh parents put their dreams upon their children's <laughs> dream like you know if i couldn't be an engineer so my son should be an engineer if i couldn't join medicine my son should join medicine and that's not a right thing to do because we all are individuals and uh, we all have our space so i think a mutual respect is important uh but putting our dreams on someone else's is not easy so if you want to really come out of your comfort zone like you know change this culture you should first you should need to have the courage is what i would say uh, and just reflection uh, like you know reflection in regular interval of time is really important uh, like having just a self talk looking into mirror and just ask yourself is this what you really want to do like you know if your heart says us okay go for it there is no no one is stopping you but even if uh, if there is some doubt uh, just like you know reflect more uh, and just talk to the right people and i hope with the conversations with the right conversations things will happen things will change uh, many of the times we just don't have conversation we just like you know let it go let it happen especially in india right you know uh, especially in india uh, we <laughs> we don't have this uh, 
hard conversations because we are very sentimental people at uh, we don't we don't want let we won't we, want we don't to want hurt. to hurt someone mm-hmm. yeah and uh, because of that we just suffer uh, so stop suffering like you know be open about yourself your feelings uh, and that is the only way i think like you know you can uh, have this courage to come out or you can ever break free uh, from this circle of comfort zone locked in a cage of constraints and expectations Abilash was not able to dream and follow his personal path. A street child helped him to challenge his fears, to set him free to explore his strengths and passions. Through his social venture, Koch, he offers the Great Indian Treasure Hunt, an adventurous journey for Indian youngsters to break out of their parents' dreams. Thanks, Abilash, for your time. Yeah, thank you, Ampere, for inviting me to this podcast. Thank you. The bells are jingling, the house is covered in glitter and the pokes are on every radio station. It is Christmas. This time is all about spending the time with family and friends. It's about creating happy memories that will last a lifetime. May this podcast be one of these great memories. During these festive seasons of giving, let us take time to slow down and enjoy the simple things. I hope this wonderful time of the year touches your heart in a special way. Wishing you and your family, dear listener, much happiness, not just today, but throughout the new year. And there we are at the end of the podcast to restore your faith in humanity. You'll find the stories of people sticking their necks out every Tuesday on Spotify, iTunes, our homepage, and every other place where you get your podcast. And if you subscribe, remember, you don't have to look out for us. We'll be coming to you. Dear listeners, if there is a friend, a family member, an organization or someone you know who is doing a great work in the community, someone sticking their neck out. Just nominate them as a Giraffe Hero or tell us about them. Leave a comment, come and visit us at giraffe-heroes.eu. My name is Jean-Pierre Aguiar-Durañona and I hope you join us also on our social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and YouTube. But more importantly, Merry Christmas and I hope you join us again next week. Stick Your Neck Out, the weekly podcast of the Giraffe Heroes Foundation.